the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no soul. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an acting word. Lambano needs to take. Amen. Lambano needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive a bonus of grace shall win in life. It says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Praise the Lord. Just lift your hands towards heaven. Just worship Him. Bless His holy name. There's no one like Him. Lord, we adore You. We bless You. Thank You for Your faithfulness. Thank You for Your mercies. They are new every morning. But now our hearts are open to receive Your Word. I pray for Your people. I do receive it as the truth of God. I do receive it as a better way. It will be transformed as your word abides in them. It will bring forth much fruits of the word of God. And that grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Let's go to Titus. Titus in chapter 3, Titus chapter 3 and verse 3, Titus chapter 3 and verse 3, are you there? Glory to God. It says, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. He said, that's where we were before we got born again. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we got born again, we were in the wall. Praise God. Verse 4. It says, But after the kindness and love of God, our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we had done, but according to His mercy, he saved us. Hallelujah. He says, not by God's love and kindness towards us, was not by works of righteousness that we did. Says, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Which is shared on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Lord. That being justified by grace, by His grace, we should be made what? 
heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. It says that being justified, being justified by His grace, amen, by His kindness, we should be made as according to the hope of eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're justified. Amen. We've been justified by His grace. Amen. To be justified means to be declared not guilty. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It means to be declared not guilty. Hallelujah. It means to be declared righteous. Hallelujah. We've been declared righteous. Amen. That's something that's so important. Hallelujah. So important. Let's go to Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. Start from verse 21. Romans chapter 3 verse 21. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, in the Old Testament, they had the law. Amen. They had the law. And God gave them laws to obey. And, alright, we'll go, we'll go there. But before then, there was Abraham. Amen. There was Abraham. Let's go to Genesis first. Genesis. And chapter 15, verse 6. Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. It says, and he believed in the Lord. Talking about Abraham. Amen. It says, and Abraham believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. Amen. Abraham believed in the Lord. So find out in Romans in chapter 4, a reference to it. It says he believed in God and he counted it to him for righteousness. In other words, because Abraham believed God, God counted it as righteousness to Abraham. Amen. God called Abraham a righteous man because Abraham believed in God. God told him something and he believed it. Amen. He believed it. And God says, wow, you are righteous. Amen. But when the Old Testament, when God is to Now, you know, Abraham is before the Old Testament. Amen. You see? Abraham was not in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Abraham was before the Old Testament. The Old Testament started with Moses. Amen. It started with Moses in Exodus. Hallelujah. So even though you have the Old Testament section beginning from Genesis, Genesis is not in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Genesis is before the Old Testament itself. Amen. Because the Old Testament was instituted 
Moses was the mediator of the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. So, when Moses came in Exodus and instituted the, the Old Covenant, they had a righteousness according to the law. Amen. God gave them a different kind of righteousness. And that righteousness is called the righteousness according to the law. Amen. Hallelujah. The righteousness according to the law. Now, righteousness is so important. Because until you're righteous before God, God cannot, He cannot do some things for you. Amen. He cannot come close to you. Because God is righteous. Amen. God is righteous. He's righteous. He's a righteous God. So he will not go too close to someone that is not righteous. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, it was important for God to, for Abraham to be righteous. Because Abraham was going to be the father of many nations. Amen. It was going to be the it was going to be the father of us all. Amen. Hallelujah. So it was important that Abraham became righteous. And God gave him the righteousness of faith. The righteousness of belief. That's what he had. Hallelujah. The righteousness of what? The righteousness of faith or the righteousness of belief. Anyone? Praise God. He believed in God and he counted it to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Righteousness means right standing. Amen. It means, it means to be declared right. Hallelujah. It means that you are in right standing with someone. Glory to God. It means that there is peace and, and, and you know, peace and, and friendship among you. Amen. Or between you and the person. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when there's righteousness, there's peace. There's friendship. There's association. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So until God deems someone righteous, he cannot associate with such a person. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, he cannot give his best to such a person until the person becomes righteous. So, whatever standard he was using at that time. Hallelujah. So, because of what Abraham was predestined for, it was important that Abraham was given righteousness. Amen. He was given a right standing. Glory to God. Amen. Are you following me? I want you to follow this. Amen. You see? Because God came to Abraham and said, Hey, I'm going to make you... I'll make your name great. You'll be, uh, 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 you, in you, all families of the earth, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you and your seed. Amen. So it was so important. That was only possible when Abraham became righteous. Hallelujah. And on that day, and as he told him, so shall your seeds be. The Bible says, Abraham believed. He believed. 
Hallelujah. He believed. That was his God called him out and showed him in the night and said, Look at the stars. He says, As many, he says, So shall your seeds be. And the Bible says, Abraham believed. He believed. And that belief meant, that belief is what made him righteous. Amen. Not his works. Hallelujah. Not what he did right. Was that belief when he told him that. Hallelujah. You see? God is the spirit. God knows when you believe in something. Amen. He sees your heart. Amen. He knows when you believe. Glory to God. So he believed and he counted into him for righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. So... He gave him the rightness of faith. But when he instituted the, the, new, the, new, uh, the old covenant, he could not give them the rightness of faith. He couldn't. Because they were not believers. Amen. The people in the Old Testament were not believers. They were stiff. The Bible calls them stiff-necked people. Stiff-necked people. They were always complaining. They were always complaining. In the wilderness, they would complain. Oh God, give us meat. Oh God, give us fish. <laughs> oh, give the garlic of Egypt. Hallelujah. So God had to give them a, like he says, a schoolmaster. He gave them the law to keep them until the time of faith. Amen. He gave them a schoolmaster, like the Bible calls it. Amen. Give them a schoolmaster. He gave them the law. To keep them in check. Hallelujah. To keep them in check. You see, the law does not reflect the nature of God. Amen. See? It reflects the strictness of God. And that's what God gave them. Because of their character. Amen. Glory to God. And they were told to obey those laws. To be righteous. We're told to obey it. So it was a righteousness of the law. Amen. So we had the righteousness of faith that he gave Abraham, right? Then we had the righteousness of the law that was in the old covenant. Amen. Now when a man obeys in the Old Testament, when a man obeys that law, he could receive God's blessing. Hallelujah. And we have many verses to that. Amen. We have many verses to that. It says the prayer of the righteous is answered by God. Hallelujah. But the prayer of sinner is an abomination to God. Hallelujah. You see? So, it's... And David spoke a lot about this in the Psalms and in the Proverbs. Solomon talked about this. Amen. How it was important to obey, obey the law so that you can maintain that level of righteousness so that you can receive God's blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. So the children of Israel, they were used to this. The children of Israel were used to this. Amen. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 3. Romans verse 21. Glory to God. Romans chapter 3, verse 21. 
Are you there? Okay. It says, but now, but now, the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. Being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Hallelujah. It says, the righteousness without the law, without the law. And the Israelites, they were used to the righteousness of the law. That was what they had. Now he's re- the man of God is saying something. He says the righteousness without the law. What does it mean without the law? That means without you meeting the, the requirements, the works of the law. Amen. The righteousness without you meeting that requirement. Praise God. Amen. It's revealed. Next verse. It says, even the righteousness. You see, this is, it says, even the righteousness of God, which is what? By faith of Jesus. Of Jesus, of Jesus Christ. Unto all and upon all them that believe. Amen. For there is no difference. Hallelujah. It says, the righteousness. The righteousness of God. Which is by the faith of Jesus. What does it mean, the faith of Jesus? That means believing in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see? The righteousness had a, a benchmark. Hallelujah. It was to believe in Jesus. When a man believes in Jesus, he receives his faith. His belief is counted for righteousness. Just the way when Abraham believed, so shall thy seeds be. He's his belief was counted to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Are you following me? Am I too fast? Glory, glory. Alright, let's continue. Next verse. It says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Next verse. Alright. Being justified freely. Amen. You see that? Being justified freely by His grace. You see that? Without the law. You're justified. Without the law. Remember I said to be justified means what? Means what? To be justified means what? To be justified means what? To be declared not guilty and what? To be declared righteous. Seems the choir um, they're more attentive than you guys here. Tell somebody wake up. Amen. See, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in what says being declared righteous by his grace through the redemption. That is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Next verse. Amen. Whom God had set forth to be the propitiation. True faith in his blood. To declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed. Through the forbearance of God. Hallelujah. To declare, I say at this time. Is righteousness that it might be just and the justifier of him which believes in Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Isn't that beautiful? It says to declare, I say at this time, His righteousness. He says God did it to declare His righteousness. Hallelujah. You seen that? He says God sent Jesus Christ and made Him the propitiation for our sins. To declare His righteousness. He did it to declare. To show forth. To tell the world. To tell principalities that He is righteous. Amen. Glory to God. So declare. No wonder it says we are the righteousness of God. We'll go there. Hallelujah. He said that it might be just and the justifier of him which believes in Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Next verse. He says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. Where is boasting there? What does it mean? Where is boasting there? That means nobody can brag that he is righteous now by his works anymore. Nobody can say, I'm, 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 you know, boasting is excluded. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is where he's boasting then. It is excluded by what law? Of works? Nay. This is by the law of faith. Amen. By the law of faith. Boasting has been, you know, removed. Boasting has been relegated. Hallelujah. By the law of faith. Nobody can boast against another Christian that his righteousness is by his works anymore. Hallelujah. You see, you cannot boast. I say, I'm more righteous than you. You can't say that anymore. Why? Because your righteousness is the same. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Alright, let's continue this. This is where he's boasting there and it is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Amen. Are you getting that? Without the deeds of the law. A man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Amen. That means without you doing the works of the Old Testament law. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yeah, of the Gentiles also. Amen. If you notice, the man is having an argument. He's, he's trying to, he's, it's like he's talking to himself. But he's trying to explain what other people are saying. Amen. He's giving the questions of other people and he's answering it. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, he says no. Of the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? Well, the, Gentiles. the Gentiles are the rest of the world. Amen. You see, you have the Jews who are the Israelites. Then the Gentiles are the rest of the world. You see? So, including us, we fall under the Gentiles. Amen. Glory to God. The Gentiles, it means the nations. Alright. Seeing it is one God, we shall justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. Who are the circumcision? The circumcision are the Jews also. Amen. And the uncircumcision are the rest of the world. This was just a term that they used to classify. The Jews used to classify themselves and the rest of the world. Amen. Glory to God. Did we then make the 
Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yet we establish the law. Amen. Alright. Next verse. That's chapter 4 verse 1. It says, What shall we say then? That Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, had found. For if Abraham were justified by works, he had way of the glory, but not before God. Amen. He says, Abraham was justified by works. He says, he had some boasting to do. He said, but not before God. For what says the scripture, that's Genesis. He says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Amen. He believed God, and it was counted it was counted to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Alright. Let's, uh, let's stop there for now. Glory to God. So we see this that um, the man of God is trying to introduce to the church what we have. Amen. What we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. He's trying to introduce to them that we have what Abraham had. See, because Abraham is the father of faith. Amen. And we are the children of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. So if Abraham had the righteousness of faith, we also, hallelujah, have, we also have the righteousness of faith that Abraham had. What is the righteousness of faith? It's, it's you being declared righteous, you being declared not guilty. Why? Because you believed in Jesus. Or rather, because you believe in Jesus. Amen. And by reason of that, you have won God's heart. Amen. You see? So, now, God sees us as righteous. Amen. Just the way, just the way he saw Abraham. Hallelujah. Just the way he saw Abraham. As righteous. God sees us as righteous. In the Old Testament, they had to do some works of the law. Amen. To meet that standard. David had to obey the laws. To meet that standard of righteousness. To receive God's blessing. To receive God's closeness. But us, the moment we're born again, we're born with that inheritance. Hallelujah. We're born with that inheritance of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. It's our inheritance. Righteousness is our inheritance. Amen. It's our inheritance. Glory to God. And, and you need to understand what it means. You need to understand it. You need to understand what it means when you say you're, you're righteous. Glory to God. Amen. You need to understand what, what it is. Let's go to Romans in chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Amen. Are you with me? All right. That if thou, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, it says, Thou shalt be saved. Next verse. Next verse, are you there? 
It is for with the heart man believes unto righteousness. Hallelujah. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. You see that? So that's uh, when you got born again. When you got born again and called upon the name. You receive righteousness. Amen. Are you understanding me? You receive righteousness. That's what he said. He said, with your heart, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. For believing in Jesus, you've made the righteousness demand in the New Testament. Hallelujah. And God says, Wow, you're righteous. You're righteous. You're righteous. Glory to God. You're righteous. Are you righteous? Are you righteous? You know, many people, when they look at their, their ways, you know, and they see that they still do some wrongs, they, they can't understand. How can you say I'm righteous when I still do, when I still do some wrong things? Well, I didn't say so. God said so. Amen. God said so. Hallelujah. You see, we have a message, two kinds of righteousness. Is it two kinds of righteousness? Righteousness and sin. Amen. Get that message. Hallelujah. When we explain the two types of righteousness in Christianity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you see, this is the number one. Amen. This is the number one. The righteousness of God by faith. It's your inheritance. You're born with it. Amen. You're born with this. So when God sees you, He sees righteousness. Amen. He sees a righteous person. He sees a righteous person. That's when, that's where God sees you. Hallelujah. And it's important that you become bold in it. Hallelujah. It's important that you see yourself in this light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's because if you don't see yourself in this light, you may not be able to enjoy the blessings of righteousness. Hallelujah. You'll be able to enjoy, enjoy the blessings of righteousness. Because you're still seeing yourself like one unworthy sinners. <laughs> like some people say. Is it we are unworthy sinners? You know? Unworthy sinners? Are you an unworthy sinner? No, no, no not before God. Amen. Man may see you as an unworthy sinner. But God sees you as righteous man. Amen. He sees you as a righteous man. Let's go to that Second Corinthians 5, verse 21. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you there? It says, for he made him, talking about Jesus, amen. It says, he made him to be seen for us. Hallelujah. He made him to be seen for us who knew no sin. He says, Jesus Christ knew no sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. You see that? He says, so declare his righteousness. We are his righteousness. Amen. We are the proof that God is righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
We have to prove that God is righteous. Glory to God. And He proved it by making us righteous. Glory to God. Yeah. He proved it by making us righteous. This is to declare His righteousness that He might be the just and justifier of them that believe in Jesus. Amen. So, when you see yourself, you need to see yourself in this light until you start seeing yourself as a righteous person, you will not be able to live a righteous life. Hallelujah. Without number one, you cannot get number two. Amen. Without accepting, believing the righteousness of faith, you cannot fulfill the righteousness of works. You see, because righteousness is its also an ability. Amen. Hallelujah. Righteousness is also an ability. You see, the righteousness of faith, it gives you an ability to do right. When you receive it. When you believe that you are righteous... Amen. When you believe that you are righteous, you receive the ability to produce fruits of righteousness. But if you don't believe it, you're unable to. So you need number one to fulfill number two. You see, many Christians today, they are... They, they've come to accept that they are unworthy sinners. <laughs> because that's what they've been told all their life. That they are unworthy sinners. So they see sin as, well, as long as we are in this body, everybody sins. Are we, Pastor, am I not right? To say, Pastor will say, yes, you are right. You are right. <laughs> Praise God. But Jesus said, if you continue in my word, amen. He says, you will know the truth. Amen. And the truth will make you. Glory to God. The truth will make you free. It will make you free from sin. Hallelujah. And one of that truth is that you are righteous. Amen. Yeah. Because when you accept that you are righteous, it will bring, it will change your mindset. Amen. Hallelujah. It will, it will make a, a barricade in your mind. Concerning the thoughts you allow. Amen. So I'm, I'm righteous. I'm, I don't do those things. I'm righteous. Amen. Glory to God. And you see, it gives you faith. You see, understanding that you're righteous gives you boldness before God. Hallelujah. But dear man of God, define righteousness as the, the, the ability to stand in the presence of God without any feeling of inferiority. Yeah. Glory to God. I like it. The ability to stand in the presence of God without any feeling of inferiority. Be able to stand in the presence of God. 
without any feeling of shame, without any feeling of condemnation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you have a father and if he's let's say a father that's always finding fault, right? When you stand before him, you know you have done some things wrong. You'll always be like this. There will be a feeling of condemnation because you know that he must find something wrong that you have done. <laughs> Praise God. But when you have a loving father, hallelujah, that loves you so much and that sees you are righteous, when you stand before him, you'll feel good, right? you chin up, chest out. You see, you have joy. Joy in his presence. Like he says, his presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. But when you're the other one, his presence will be condemnation. Praise God. Are you getting this thing? So we stand in the presence of God without any feeling of, oh, that thing you did. That thing you did is going to, you know, God, God is going to use it against you. No. Hallelujah. No. No, a thousand times no. Glory to God. We stand in His presence without any feeling of condemnation. No. We understand that we are righteous. And we are His righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to have that mindset. Hallelujah. Remember, it's your year of fellowship with the Word, right? And I taught you, I said, to fellowship with the Word means to have the same mind. Amen. Unity of mind. Hallelujah. Oneness of mind with the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need to be of the same mind. And think like Him. Glory to God. So that you can walk with Him. Amen. Just walk with Him. Walk in the light as He is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. Hallelujah. Fellowship one with another. See? In the light of His Word. Amen. When you walk in the light as He is in the light. Hallelujah. You see? His Word has told you. His Word has told you that you are righteous. Let's go to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, please. Alright. Let's start from verse 12. Amen. Are you there? So, I said, we need to be of the same mind. Amen. The same mind with the word. The same mind with the word. Hallelujah. You see, there's one thing I learned many years ago is, is that I'm quick to accept the word. I'm so quick to accept the word of God. And, and that's what you need to fellowship with God's word. Amen. You need to be quick. You need to be quick. Quick to accept God's word. The moment you find it, oh, really? Really? It's there? Oh, I believe it. Uh, that, I believe it. 
Smith Wigglesworth said, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Hallelujah. That settles it. You need to be that kind of person. Amen. That's what you need to be. God said, I believe it. Really? He said that? Wow. No matter how big, I believe it. I, I believe it. Be quick to believe the word. Amen. Does somebody be quick to believe? Be quick to believe. Amen. Be quick. Be quick to believe God's word. Don't be doubting. Don't be doubting Thomas. <laughs> Don't be like Thomas. Hallelujah. Thomas said, except I see. Except I see and touch it. <laughs> I, huh? He says, I saw him. He, the nails in his hand. They pierced his side. He says, nobody can survive that. He says, nobody. Until I see it, I touch it. He says, I'm not believing. They call it the Thomas kind of faith. It's not faith at all. <laughs> Praise God. It's unbelief. And the next day, Jesus showed up. Entered the room. Doors were shut. And he went straight to Thomas. He says, Thomas, touch it. <laughs> he says, feel it, feel it. Put your hands. Amen. He heard it when Thomas said so. You have to be careful what you say. Don't think God is not hearing you in your toilet. Or he hears your thoughts. Amen. Yeah. He hears your mind. Glory to God. Alright. This is where else? Are you there? Verse 12. Romans chapter 5. Let's read this quickly. Amen. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin, as by one man, talking about Adam, right? Sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so, death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Amen. Hallelujah. You see that? Because of Adam. Because of Adam's sin, all men, all men, became sinners. All men became sinners because of Adam's sin. Glory to God. Because of Adam's sin, all became sinners. So when a child is born, even though the child doesn't know anything, the child is a sinner. The child is a sinner. Not because the child has done something wrong. Because of Adam. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of Adam. This is all men. Because Adam was the representative of all men. Hallelujah. And any man that comes into this world through Adam, through a woman, anybody that is born of blood, is carries the image of Adam. Amen. And inherits the spiritual characteristics and state of Adam. This is by one man's sin. Alright, let's go to verse 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned. You see? Even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgressions. Who is a figure? Who is a figure of him that was to come? Amen. See that? 
say Adam. This is from Adam to Moses because he's talking about the Jews. Amen. You know, because when Moses came, the Old Testament came. Hallelujah. And the Old Testament was able to restrain death on the people of Israel. Verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead. Amen. Is it through the offense? Now, I think you all should be able to teach this. So you should listen attentively. Amen. After today, you should be able to teach this. It's very simple. Amen. Right? Right? Remember on Wednesday, we'll practice it. <laughs> Glory to God. Alright. So it says, Alright, this is fast. But not as your friend, so also is a free gift. For if through the offense of one, it's a true offense of one man. Amen. True the offense of one man. Many be dead. Hallelujah. Why, why, why does he say that? Why is many dead? Because, because of the sin of Adam, right? Because remember, when God stood Adam, he said, the day you eat of that tree, he says, you will die. Amen. So when Adam ate of it, he died. And that death is spiritual death. Amen. So when a child is born, the child is born dead. Spiritually. Spiritually, the child is dead. Hallelujah. You see that? He's alive physically. But spiritually, he's dead. Amen. Are you getting me? Yeah. Because of Adam. All men are born dead spiritually. And spiritual death is separation from God. Hallelujah. This is why Jesus told him, that guy says, you must be born again. He says, you must. You must. You cannot enter the kingdom of God. You must be born again. Hallelujah. Alright, let's continue this. <clears throat> it's a much more, the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ had abounded to many. Next verse. He said, not as... It was by one that sinned. So is a gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. Hallelujah. The judgment that followed Adam's sin. He said the judgment. Are you following this? Hello? Hello? Alright. He said the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? He says, the judgment, the judgment was by one, one sin or just one sin. Just one sin. And the judgment came to condemn. Hallelujah. Just one sin. Adam committed one sin. Just one. <laughs> Praise God. Just one sin. And it brought condemnation to the whole world. Amen. Amen. Now, he's telling us, he's trying to tell us the difference between the, the result of the sin and the, and rather the, the, the result or the effect of the judgment on the sin and the gift of Jesus Christ. All right. No, previous verse. Let's go back. 
I'm still explaining. All right. He said, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. He says, the free gift, hallelujah, the free gift, the free gift of righteousness, the free gift of Jesus, amen. He says, the free gift is of many offenses. He said, even though you have many offenses, hallelujah, upon all the many offenses that you have, the free gift brings justification for you. <laughs> hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Adam had one offense, one sin, and he brought condemnation for everybody. He's telling us that now, this free gift, no matter how many sin you have, <laughs> no matter how many sin you have, once you receive this gift, it, it covers, it covers all your sins. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And declares you righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Alright, next verse. It says, For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more, they which lambano. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember last year we thought that, right? They which lambano, abundance of grace, and the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. You see that? He says, dead reigned. Dead reigned. So the unbelievers, death is reigning in their life. Death is reigning in their life. But us, it is we that receive abundance of grace. Amen. And the gift of righteousness. It is we. Death cannot reign in your life. Amen. You see that? Death cannot reign in your life. You are the one reigning. Amen. You see that? He says, you are reigning in life. Hallelujah. By one, Jesus Christ. You are the one to reign. Glory to God. You are the one to... So I said, righteousness gives you so many advantages. Amen. It, it, it gives your mind the awareness that you are not inferior before God. Hallelujah. That you deserve God's best. You see? That's all you need to have. The mindset of righteousness. Amen. When you stand before God... You won't think, oh, will God do this thing for me? What have I done for God to do this for me? Uh-uh. You don't need to do anything for God to do something for you. Amen. Hallelujah. You are the righteousness of God. Amen. You are righteous. You have done everything. Hallelujah. By believing in Jesus, you have done everything. Amen. And, and this is difficult for some people to accept, but for those that accept it. That's why it says, they that lambano. You see? You see? They that lambano abundance. Abundance of grace. Shall reign in life. By one Jesus Christ. You see that? So you have to be among the day. You have to make up your mind. To be among the day. Hallelujah. Amen. If you notice this is a day that are giving. Amen. It says they that receive. Glory to God. Did that. So, how much of God's goodness do you think you, you, you deserve? How much? See? It, it's, it's in your mind. It's telling you that if you can uh, believe, you will receive it. If you can accept that it's, it's for you, you will get it. If you can believe that you, you deserve God's best, it says you'll get it. But if you start thinking, oh, oh, I'm not doing well. I'm not... 
I doubt God will hear my prayers today. I doubt God will do this for me. No. 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 You're not being word-minded. You're being carnally minded. Hallelujah. You're being carnally minded. Be spiritually minded. Amen. When you are word-minded, word of God-minded, you are spiritually minded. Praise God. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? So you need to understand that you are righteous. Amen. You need to tell it to yourself until every thought of inferiority leaves your mind. Amen. You need to tell it, I'm, I'm, I'm righteous. I'm righteous before God. I've got the righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I like what Paul said in Philippians. He says, I want to be found in him. Not having the righteousness of the law. It is but the righteousness of faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. The righteousness of faith. Yeah, that's it. The righteousness of faith. Amen. Righteousness of faith. Glory to God. Say, I have the righteousness of faith. I stand in the presence of God. Without any feeling of condemnation. Without any feeling of guilt, without any feeling of inferiority, I walk in righteousness. Hallelujah. Go ahead and talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Hallelujah. Give Him thanks. Thank Him for this blessed gift, for this blessed inheritance of righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. I'm righteous. You have made me righteous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have made me righteous. And you have made me your righteousness. Oh, righteous God. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. It's time to prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. We're about to end twin, about to end uh, February, about to enter March this week. Go ahead and start prophesying. Prophesy to every area of your life. Use the name of Jesus. Remember that name is a name above every name. You have every right, every right to use that name. Go ahead, use that name. Use that name. Over your business, over your family, over your marriage, over your academics. Use that name over this week. Don't be quiet. If you don't say what you want, you may have what you don't want. So go ahead and declare what you want. Go ahead and declare it. He told us to ask. He told us to ask. He says, ask and you shall receive. He says, if you say, if you say to it, you will have what you say. God expects you to plan your life. He expects you to declare what you want. He expects you to recreate what you want. What do you want in your life? What do you want much to look like? Do you want anything to happen? Do you want anything to just be like that? Whatever we be, we be. Let's see as it goes. If it goes the way you don't like, what will you say?
That's not the way of the spirit. Go ahead and speak what you want. Declare. Nothing is too big for you. You are the righteousness of God. Nothing is too big for you. Don't you understand it? Speak big things. Speak big things for much. Speak big things. Speak big things. Speak big things. The Bible says he's able to do exceeding abundantly above. Above all you can ask or think. Don't you understand it? He's able, he's able to do exceedingly, exceedingly, exceedingly. Go ahead. What do you want? Do you think he's too big for God to do? Do you think he's too big for God to do? What do you want in your life? What do you want? What do you want much to be? What do you want your finances to be like? What do you want in your life in March? What do you want in your job? What kind of job do you want? What kind of salary do you want? Go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and prophesy. Prophesy to your business. Prophesy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Victory is yours. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you prosperous. In the name of Jesus. The lines will fall unto you in pleasant places. All things are working together for your good. In the name of Jesus. I declare open doors for you. Open doors for you. Every day of this week. As you enter March, you will enter in victory. You will enter with testimonies. In the name of Jesus, the month of March will be better than the month of February for you. In the name of Jesus, doors will open for you. In the name of Jesus, favor is yours. Everywhere you go, you have favor. In the name of Jesus, when your names are mentioned in corridors of power, you have favor with men and God. In the name of Jesus, every door your document goes to will favor you. Every door, every office your name goes to will favor you. In the name of Jesus, you will increase in favor. You will increase in wisdom. You will increase in revelation. In the name of Jesus, your hunger for God will increase. In the name of Jesus, walk in health. I command sickness to leave your body right now. Every symptom that is not of God, every symptom of sickness and disease, right now, out in the name of Jesus. Right now, out in the name of Jesus. Be healed right now. Be healed right now. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be made free right now. Be free from every demonic oppression. In the name of Jesus. Be free in Jesus name. I command that thing that is not of God. Out of your body. Out of your life. In the name of Jesus. Favor is yours. You will have greater testimonies next month. In the name of Jesus. Increase in divine inheritance. You will increase in your inheritance. In every area of your life. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Favor is yours. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. 
Glory to God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaine, pastor of Center of Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Center of Truth. You see, when you come to Center of Truth, you see it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen, I tell you the truth. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are. It doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be. God wants to make you what He talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive you. Grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.